Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks with Kevin Dallas and Freddie Revis. Yeah, baby. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing well, you know. Uh, did a little fishing this weekend. Oh, yeah. It was the, uh, for folks who don't know, it was the uh, pike opener, right? The pike opener, yeah. It is legal to catch pike. Uh, we caught none, and I knocked prescription sunglasses right into the uh, big drink. So <laughs> that's uh, that's yeah. fun. Yeah, that's a real Canadian <laughs> story right there. Um, and pikes are cute little fish, like goldfish style, right? Uh, absolutely not. No, yeah, they're huge and yeah. kind of ugly. Invasive yeah. species, or just they're? No, I think they've been here as long as uh, everyone else. Good. I guess, <laughs> I guess that's why the pike opener is such a big deal. Um, before we uh, get rolling here. Um, Everyone who listens to this podcast on even a semi-regular basis knows that Matt is a massive Leaf fan. It's true. Um, pretty fun year. Uh, we went to a Marley's game. I met Brendan Shanahan. That's true. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. Um, I told my girlfriend he was Masai's boss, and uh, he's not. No, no. He runs the, the hockey operations. For some reason, I thought he was in charge of everything. No. But no. Uh, the Leafs hired a super smart young guy. That's cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Big analytics guy. Kyle we'll, Dubas. Uh, Kyle Dubas. Yeah. He's got a big summer ahead of him. Uh, let's see what happens. Okay. You know? Well, uh, we'll leave that cliffhanger with no further analysis. Yeah, nothing. Right? Because yep. we're going to talk basketball. Basketball. Talk. Raptors Thank ball. God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I read, like A lot of people already turned off this podcast because yeah. they're like, I don't understand the uh, advertising. <laughs> um, both, uh, both dudes on the pod today have been on the podcast before. They're mm-hmm. amazing, hilarious comedians uh, who know a shit ton about basketball. First up, uh, Wicked Stand Up plays basketball kind of like Arvidas Sabonis. Uh, <laughs> create space, great passer. Uh, give it up for Ian Gordon. Everybody. Thank you. Thank you. I just want to say that there's probably a pike wearing your glasses somewhere <laughs> under the sea. That pike is like, I can see. Yeah. I hope, I hope he has the same prescription. Yeah, I mean, yeah. luckily, it would, be, it would be very, you know, kismet if, if, if that was the case. Yeah. Is there, is there a pike out there with, like, Shaq's transition shades? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, go to the sun to the shade. Yeah, that was also a perfect theme song for Arvita Sabonis. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Next up from the uh, other part of the uh, Toronto comedy community, I'm joining different communities. We got stand up. Uh, he's done the podcast before. He's analytical. He knows his drafting. He's a super smart basketball guy. Give it up for Matt McCready. Oh, yeah. Let's get a little bit weird today on the podcast. Freddie Revis. Ah, Brad Stevens full of bread. Okay. You know what, Matt? I think he's bringing the whole like sound collage energy like yeah, to yeah, the pod yeah, today. Let's do it. Um, which is always welcome. You know, we want we want different tangents. We want... Um... Although now no one knows what my voice sounds like. So it's like, that's kind of... Yeah, point I'll, I'm saying hello, I'll try and say your name a couple times okay, great, throughout. Great. Um, <laughs> guys, we got a lot to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to figure out what to lead with, uh, and then I decided um, it is a Raptors podcast, even though I kind of want to lead with uh, the two playoff series remaining before the finals. But uh, I think I think we got to we got to talk about Dwayne Casey. So why don't you mm-hmm. give me that sting on the old Raptors, Maddie? Time to talk Raptors. Wow, it got sexy in there. That was nice. It is kind of steamy in here. (laughs) 
So uh, Dwayne Casey got fired. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about the firing on the last pod, but uh, it, it you know wasn't official. Um, now it is official, and we've heard some of the we've heard some of the kind of like things you don't hear unless uh, until someone gets fired, like Ujiri going into the uh, the locker room after Game Three. Oh yeah, um, bad luck. Yeah, ye- <clears throat> yelling at Casey. Uh, about not doubling LeBron, right? Um, so we're seeing some of the other dynamics at play here. Casey or um, uh, Ujiri said it was the hardest ever decision he's made, mm. which I assume, like, in his professional, I life. would say, right? Uh, it's a hard decision, though, because I mean, it's a hard decision. It is because the, he's the coach of the year, or whatever. Like, you fire him, it looks bad on your entire franchise. Right? It just looks bad. Just you know, no matter no matter what the situation. Coach of the year to firing. There's only one other guy. Who was it again? George Carl. Thank George you. Carl. That's also right. done by Masai Ujiri. This is going to be uh, Ujiri's first ever coach selection, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Wow. Um, That's true. But let's start. On a, let's start with something positive here. Also, mm-hmm. to go back to it being Sorry. his hardest decision ever. He also traded for Javale McGee when McGee. Oh, was that was easy. Like Eleven million. That was an easy year. decision for him. <laughs> he didn't sweat that. He was like Javale. This guy's going to take over the league. Yeah. You no. Me? No issues there. Yeah. Sorry, go um, on. Yeah, that was a nice and easy decision for him. Um, as it should be, you know, JaVale was on top of the world. Uh, he dunked two basketballs at the same time. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> that's an underrated dunk. I know, yeah. you know, no props needed or whatever, but that's a cool prop. I'm yeah, sorry. It's not bad, actually. Yeah, it's when, really, come on. He dunked two. The other prop's a full new net. That's a great prop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a big prop. Um, so uh, let's, uh, let's start with you, Matt. Do you have a, a, a best Casey moment? Um, it could be like a string of things. Maybe it's one, one of his uh, skin the cat sayings or something like that. No. Just nothing, eh? No, I don't really have a great Casey moment. Like, yeah. I feel like Sam Mitchell was like so expressive and kind of wild. Casey was just such a professional. He was so even keel. I think that was like part of what made him such a successful coach in Toronto is that right. he was like... Um, just so I, I just viewed him as like, like I don't know, like a man's man type of guy, you know. Not yeah. To, uh, get all gender specific on everything. But, sure, uh, sure. Uh, just like very classy uh, person. Uh, I like his style. I like his suits. I like. I do. Lo- I love his Caseyisms. I love his story. I love mm-hmm. how hard he had to work to get where he was. I think right. That like mm-hmm. probably relates a lot to. I don't think anyone in their lives thinks that things are handed to them except for maybe Austin Rivers. And so I think. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Uh, no one throw some nepotism bombs in oh, here. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. That's and welcome. I, coming i'm gonna name things just at my workplace uh <laughs> no uh yeah so i don't know i think uh he's just a steady guy and i'm a big fan that's all okay that's cool so so not really just an overall feel it's an overall feel for casey i think like mitchell he was like kind of weird and like i remember when uh uh, Morris Peterson hit that crazy three. Yeah, Mitchell like, went nuts. He went nuts. He like ran on the Casey court. Casey kind of went nuts when uh, Corey Joseph hit that three from from DeRozan. He that did. was a, a bit of a Casey nuts. I think moment. he was just like I think Casey's just uh, uh, significantly older than everyone kind of realizes, yes. and so like yeah. those moments are not as wild as like. Say, I always like, say like age wise, Casey is um, like Casey and Jack Armstrong have like replaced bodies. Like Jack Armstrong seems like he should be like a hundred years old and and he's not. And Casey seems like he's like 40, 41, and he's like sixty two. Yeah, think? what the hell happened? Yeah, it probably Jack has to do with whiskey consumption specifically. <laughs> oh yeah. Well and Jack always talks like he's like such an old timer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like he's like, Oh, back in the day and like happy holidays. And you remember- like, You're not that old, man. No. Do you remember like the thirteen years you. ago when he was like losing his voice on the oh. podcast for like a month and a half? It was 
the best. One of my all-time Raptors broadcast moments is he started with like a super hoarse voice. Yeah. And they subbed him out at half. Yeah, with Sherman Hamilton. It was the best thing. And he was like, oh, and it was like, but by the time he's like, DeRozan. And then, and then <laughs> basically at half, like Matt Devlin was like, guess what? Our job's hard. We talk a lot. And, <laughs> and also the, Jack's been drinking every Jack, day for a week. Yeah, Jack went hard I last night. I think he night. refuses to drink water. He must refuse. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. There must be, conce- like, it's just ingrained to him not to drink water. At the very so least, he hates <clears throat> lemon. Yeah, no, he doesn't touch it. Um, do you have a favorite a favorite uh, Casey moment? Um, not a no specific moment, but I think this year, like his best moment, I think was also his worst. It's weird because it's very it's a contrast. The best moment he had was was keeping those guys playing all year, letting letting Van Vliet and Siakam and these guys actually play and going against the grain and having a long bench and having them because those guys will have good careers now because you've given you flushed them with confidence. Yeah, but it was his worst move because he didn't shorten the bench. You you know if you look at like a team like uh, Golden State they've got a really good bench uh-huh. but it's full of like vets or guys who've won championships yeah our bench is full of young guys I don't know I kind of disagree with uh, Golden State having a good bench I think like Kevon Looney is like worse than Pirtle he's worse than uh, uh, yeah. you know pretty much anyone who's in the Raptors uh, front but they got rotation. Livingston West yeah yeah but th- are those guys not playing so far. Or? No, they played last night. No, they've been yeah, playing. Yeah. yeah, they're like. I'm oh. saying like deep after those guys, they got trashed. Like like Nick Young, he's garbage. You know? Well, I think okay. Let, let, let's just like like tangent uh, about benches here for a quick sec. Great. So there's like depth and benches, but then there's also kind of like, um, you know, the traditional star heavy teams that they're you know I say like four through eight guys have to do such specific things, whereas I think with this Raptors team. Everyone had to do hyper specific yeah. things because we lack that superstar talent yeah. um, that really kind of just like, carries the a, weight. A bench should be role, yeah, very tight, role specific, and very complementary. A bench shouldn't be anything more than that. It didn't. If you're relying on it, if your starting unit is say <laughs> playing not up to sh- up to snuff, say your bench shouldn't come in and be the next starting lineup. You know what I mean? But yeah. If you want it to be that way, it can. It you know, Golden State again. They 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 have the their lineups are really well done. Kerr knows when to sub properly. I think that was one of the things that they they didn't do properly. The reps they they, they oh you relied too heavily we'll on. There. I know that I know, but like you know, you have a young young guys in the playoffs. It's tradition that they falter. Even yeah. even I mean, in, but again, Boston being an outlier, it's weird. It's like this is why I feel like I'm still in a vortex. I don't know what. The oh, fuck I'm happens. spinning. I made a post and I, I talked about uh, um, when, when, when Casey got fired, me and my mom had a long conversation, which is hilarious just because uh, we care about Raptors basketball that much. Mm-hmm. It was an emotional thing for me. Yeah. So, like, I, I think all of my... Ruined Mother's Day. Yeah, oh, just totally, yeah. It t- took over. Um, we didn't go to the cherry blossoms. It was like everything was thrown <laughs> off. Um, no, like, Casey getting fired, I, I think I'm, I'm both rational and emotional. Sure. Like, I've just... Been through so much awful Raptors bas- basketball. Oh, I've I been, know. you know, I've rooted for, uh, you know, Turk to have like a renaissance in his career. I've uh, convinced myself Bargnani was Dirk. Um, oh, man. You know, I've, I've thought. Oh, if, we've I, all convinced ourselves yeah. DeRozan's an above average NBA player. Oh, for sure. So. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold the horses there. Okay, okay. You know what? Let's just, st- let's just stick to task here for a second. So my favorite Casey moments, uh, mm-hmm. I agree with you guys. It's, it's a general feel. It's like he brought us legitimacy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he brought us calm. He was kind of like a universal dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But for me, what kind of exemplifies that is the respect that he's given league-wide and the respect mm-hmm. that he gave our franchise. So I think the moments that crystallize that, for me anyways, is the Kyle Lowry hug um, when he made the All-Star team this year. Uh, it was just such a deep emotional hug. Yeah, yeah. it was just a picture in <clears throat> Casey's eyes were closed, so maybe it looked more emotional than it actually was. But that was a loving hug. And if anyone hasn't seen this photo, just give it a Google. You know, Lowry Casey hug. Yeah. It seems like people who, who really, really love each other and root for each other. The other one is Casey coaching the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, there was a bunch of different things that made that game, you know, competitive, whether it was the players caring more, whether it was the media kind of like nagging them for a couple years straight or, or you know, the whole draft thing, whatever it was, Casey showed up and um, – and the players were receptive to him. It was a mm-hmm. super competitive game. He won in the crunch. Um, you know, he had a mini like huddle battle with LeBron where LeBron's right. like, shouting over him. He's shouting back at LeBron. <laughs> you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe that meant that um, he wasn't actually going to get the call to plays. But it was just the intensity that, um, it, yeah, it was a mixture of the intensity and respect that I think Casey brought um, and that kind of, uh, Man, LeBron you know, got his revenge for that fight so hard in the playoffs. Oh, LeBron really did, yeah. Uh, LeBron's, LeBron's, a, LeBron's about revenge. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty good at revenge. Um, like, I'm going to learn every single one of Casey's plays. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Wasn't he pissed at Casey for uh, when he was on Dallas? He's like, it was Casey who who like ran the game against. Well, yeah, it was, right, K- it was right, Casey yeah. who enge- engineered that defense. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, but also... Basketball is always so contextual, right? It's, yeah. it's tough to have a right answer because that was a team full of people who, yeah. who, who was just, it was their time. They were so desperate for a championship. Mm-hmm. Miami was cocky. Yeah. Um, you know, the Matrix was just like at, <laughs> at the, his prime defensive powers. Was that a six game series? Uh, it was a six game series, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's um, still a good series. Yeah. yeah. You, had, you had Tyson Chandler. You know. Everything was just magical. It was also the introduction of kind of like the two. Um, two guards handling the ball, like with Berea mm-hmm. and Kid and Terry, which we saw, we've been seeing. That that also was a big part of Casey, Casey's era. And you know, first it was Vasquez and Lou, yeah, uh, Lou Will and Lowry, and then you know uh, this year it was uh, Van Vliet and Delon. And um, and you know, and I'm sure that Dallas team that won, I'm sure they got through some good teams. I don't know who they beat in the West, but they I'm, were uh, I'm sure not they beat... the favorite in every single matchup. Yeah, right. So coming in, yeah. coming into that finals, it was, it was they, an amazing final. They it was look an amazing at Miami run. and they're they're think we weren't the favorite every single matchup. We're not the favorite here. Who cares? Cares. We mm. can beat them. So it was kind of the perfect storm for that Dallas team. Yeah. So um, my favorite Casey moment was the Dallas team. <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, hey, I didn't say I didn't specify. It. No, I didn't. Um, so uh, before we move on to Casey, uh, you know, or before we sorry, before we move on from Casey and talk about who the Raptors may or may not select um, and who you guys want, is there any uh, is there any parting words? For or just parting thoughts about Casey? Has everything already been said? Well, it's hard to fire your universal dad, right? Yeah. Uh, what do you say to your dad when he walks out the door? You say, "Best of luck with the next family. Uh, you're 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 good stuff." <laughs> yeah. But I want a new dad. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say. Same house, new dad. He's he he's um, fine. He's he's gonna be fine. And yeah. uh, I think he had a good run, and uh, he went out on top. Um, you know, as much as you Ish, can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As much as you can if you get fired as a coach, you know? Like yeah. there's no better way to get fired from a coach. No better potential job security for the future than winning coach of the year on your way out. Right. Is that official, by the way? Didn't he win for He won uh, the play the players? He won vote. so the coaches voted for the coaches for him. vote, rather. Yeah. Um he won the coaches vote 
and it is a regular season award, so he's definitely like in the running. Um, Ian, any parting words for uh, uh, Casey? I don't know. I think uh, you know. Be well. Be You're, well. <laughs> see you later. Good you luck. You probably should have tightened up your rotation. Um, what can you do? You know, you it again. He's like, he. I remember at the start of the playoffs, he's like, "We're going, we're going with a with a deep lineup," and I went, "Good luck." Well, I mean, yeah, is that is is that well? You know, we'll, we'll get to playoff stuff. So actually, hold hold that thought about like what yeah. you think went wrong. A lot of things went wrong, but like what specifically? Um, all right, Matt, did you have to say something? Nope. Okay. Sorry, that makes me sound like like I'm being rude right now. No, 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 <laughs> Matt, no, no. Did no. you have to say something? I'm just on like no, no. I'm just like clocking <laughs> some stuff to say later. Oh yeah. I'm just like Clock filing it. it away. That's why I looked so intense. I just looked at Freddie like I was like, "Fuck you, Reeves. <laughs> Fuck you, man. I have something so important to you say. S- it's about Raptors basketball oh. in the past. <laughs> Freddie, Freddie, you've said so many wrong things. Um, I'm Brett. just gonna say uh, thank you to Casey. He uh, was a big part of legitimizing a. Um, Waste of a franchise in a lot of ways. Um, oh, sorry. I mean, Ooh, like, take that. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I've been a Raptor Glenn fan for a long time. It's, a lot, it's been painful. It's been painful in it's, so many ways. Like, yeah. like Bosch leaving, Vince leaving. It just, there's been a lot of pain. It's How been, dare you disrespect the legacy of Rob Babka? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. It's yeah. been a bad, the whole thing's been a bit of a comedy of errors. It has been, yeah. It was, uh, I've never, it was a void. Like, um, the best, could you still say the best moment in franchise history is Vince Carter at the dunk contest? Like, is that the best moment we've ever had? I, I would say the, uh, the like, even if it was Fool's Gold, I would say the uh, conference finals with uh, against Cleveland Fair. was my favorite. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just, or, you know, there was parts of this season where I think I was, like, the happiest I've ever been. Just Fair as enough. far as, like, watching quality on the court. Yeah, that's yep. kind of interesting. Yep. When you look at, like, uh, the 76ers, remember that game? I think it was last year where Embiid played... And they just, they took it to the Raptors and they won. The crowd was just going so insane. Sometimes, yep. like, the greatest moment in franchise history can't necessarily, isn't necessarily, like, the apex in terms of, like, where they went in the playoffs because expectations are skewed at that point. Yeah. But, like, they that crowd left that arena as happy as someone who just won the championship. Like, they were for so sure. pumped. You, okay. You want to know a big, like, a big similar moment for me was we, the, the Raptors, after trading Rudy Gay, had a huge win in OKC against Durant and Westbrook, and it was a really, really tight game. Mm-hmm. And that was like, they were still maybe going to trade. I, I'm not sure where that times out as far as like the Lowry trade falling through with the Knicks. Mm. But it was kind of like, yeah, we're going to roll with these guys. And that was it was just such a massive win. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it kind of changed the outlook of the franchise. So I'm, I'm with you on like, the, you know, there can be, you know, a kind of an innocuous moment. And and maybe to your point about the Vince Carter dunk off. Sure. That put us on the map. Well, that whole season, like uh, the team that had McGrady and Bogues and uh, Carter and like all these fucking weird guys. And yeah. It was before they decided to trade away all their shooters and get and double down on toughness. <laughs> like before yeah. the, uh, when they kind of ruined it. McGrady, Carter and McGrady came in at the wrong era. Because if, if this was current day, they'd play together. They'd play together. Yeah, they'd, they'd, they'd look at each they'd other go, and be this like, is great. Well, they'd also out, yeah. have to play together. Well, exactly. Like, uh, yeah, they would, would play together. To sign an extension on it his would, contract. It would have never yeah. been a consideration for them to, to leave one another. They would have just teamed up. Well, McGrady's whole thing was like, I'm going to go to Orlando and play with Grant Hill and Duncan. Like, that was like the initial plan was like for the three Man, of them. The to Duncan go there. part is always mm-hmm. left out of that story mm-hmm. because yeah. Duncan, you know, he's just going to be remembered as a, as a lifetime spur. But I think it was that Orlando moment, and there was one other moment, right, where he almost left? Um, you're thinking of Kawhi Leonard. 
No, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't um, know what other moment you're talking about. You very well could be right. Okay, let's uh, let's let's move on to the um, the new hire. Um, mm-hmm. We're just we're just fans. Oh, are you breaking news? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm breaking news. <laughs> I know who it is. Oh, um, so you know, looks like we got Kalamian, Nurse. Uh, you know, Becky Hammond hasn't really been rumored with the Raptors, but she's out there yep. and people are, you know, thinking about hiring the first female coach, which is mm-hmm. really, really cool. Um, and, uh, the Stackhouse, uh, done a good job with the 905 the past couple of years. Stoskis? Stoskis. <laughs> There's a, a Stoskis deal of the, uh, <laughs> of the Philadelphia seven. Wait, is he still playing the 76ers? No. Where uh, he, no where he, he went to Brooklyn. I don't know if he's in the league anymore. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, Today, the 15th, I, I think they saw, I saw them. They're going to interview Stackhouse. Yeah. Today, so, yeah. So, um, oh, be such a fucking slap in the face that they refuse to even interview that stack. Yeah. yeah. Well, and he's been very specific about it. He doesn't want to be an assistant and he's training to be a head coach. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's coach bud. Uh, he's been rumored quite a bit. Um, what, what coach do you think you can win the national, the NBA championship with? Who do you hire? Well, who do you hire, LeBron, your, who do you hire if that's your goal? Right. <laughs> who do you hire? Well, that's <laughs> like no one. That's, that's where I'm coming from. That's the, enough. and that's the answer. No one. Yeah, so <laughs> no coach. Well, who does let the players I mean, who run you, loose? But who do you have? Who who's your who's the best candidate? Um, yeah, so I think, think? I, I think that's the kind of difficult and nuance of this answer. Um, I think most rational people look at our roster and be like, yeah, we have personnel weaknesses. We don't have a top ten player for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people think that Lowry or DeRozan are in the top fifteen. I personally think they're closer to the top twenty, maybe twenty five, depending on how they're playing at any particular time. Um, Lowry La- was actually pretty great in this playoffs. He the, Lowry I, was. I Lowry was solid. Best playoff. They have yet Lowry to play very really solid. well together when it matters. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, like, as far as really, really good players, it's it's also you know inarguable. So that to get, let's DeRozan say that let's, Lowry haven't had monster playoffs. The, uh, the team that we have, who do you, who hires gets the best out of them? Was, what was Sam doing? It, with the rotation's zest, but it was he too flippant? Was he not tough enough? Do you need an aggressor? Do you need somebody who's more disciplined? Um, like, what do you need? You need yeah, so experience. Like Matt, what? Matt, do you, or, or, do, or do, no experience? Do either of you guys have like a like a, like this guy can do it. This person should do it. We should hire this person. <laughs> I don't know. Or are you just kind of like a bit. I, I where, honestly, you, where are you coming from, Matt? Here's do you have where a I'm selection? coming from. This is like a really like boring uh, answer, probably. But okay, like, uh, it's probably going to be somebody that we like. Honestly, the best person for the job is probably somebody we don't know. You know, it's probably like an assistant. Um, and on some team, like you can, you can keep going to people who like revolutionize stuff in the past. Right. Uh, me and you, before the podcast started, started talking about Stan Van Gundy a little bit and how he was the first one to institute, uh, three point shooters around, uh, Dwight Howard. When right. We had, uh, uh, Lewis and all those people, yep. uh, spacing the floor for him. Uh, the person who's probably going to revolutionize the game is probably somebody who's a, a little bit on the outside of the game and doesn't necessarily have like uh, 20 years of experience. You know, you right. can have these types of co- coaches that will come in and be a steady hand and know what they're doing in that regard. Uh, but if you want someone who's going to like uh, institute some sort of new uh, scheme, it's probably going to mm-hmm. be an outsider. Whether it's like someone like like you know Brad Stevens, you know, well, do yeah. You, uh, yeah. Do you think oh, yeah. you would pilfer somebody from Golden State staff? Who, who's their assistant coaching staff? Uh, well, they had Luke Walton. I'm not too sure, right? But I mean, you know, uh, is, just, is is Nick Nurse that guy? He did he some really be. special thing with the Vipers, which is basically what we're seeing in Houston now. He's also the guy who did the crazy, uh, cool training camp thing. We uh, training camp, uh, you know, system change thing we had where yep. he gave four points for corner threes, minus one for mid range jumpers. I'd like to see, and, you know, kind of reprogrammed our offense in that way. You know, yep. he, he was he was basically the the thought 
behind the offensive aspect of the culture change. Mm -hmm. Like he's the one who designed that, you know, but that obviously faltered in the playoffs. Um, You know, it relies on DeRozan fully transforming his game, which, you know, do you think he can do that? Do you think Nurse can make him do that? Um, Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, so... I, I, like my my. Who's I, your favorite I, candidate? Is it like, like let's? I'm gonna force you guys to to to, to name somebody. Who's who's your favorite candidate, Ian? I would probably. I mean, if we're looking at all that's out there, you want to give a guy a chance. I would. I would say we might as well try. Like try Stackhouse. Try him. He's a play. He's a former player. He's my favorite candidate. Too. I think that. I think. I don't. I don't <laughs> yes. know. I don't. You looked so happy when you the, said at that. At the end of the day, <laughs> yeah. You have well, to. I don't know. I don't. Smiling. I don't think he can yeah. win with. I don't know. Because you need somebody, they need more discipline. They need they need somebody who can be a bit more forceful and get the most out of them. And I mean, he's he, done funky stuff with the 905. I, he's done really cool, um, I, progressive like, stuff. Yeah. I like when he was a former who's not going to play the the bench, though. You're going to the absolute worst guy because he lo- like he oh, loves Van Vliet and Siakam. He's going to be playing those guys like crazy. Mm-hmm. And Although I would start them over. I guess I feel well, like... Well, that's it, right? I think that those those guys should be... I don't know. For me, he's the sure bet um, as far as respect and a potential tumultuous relationship with our stars. Because well, that's exactly right. I think, you know, Lowry and DeRozan have both shown in different respects that they have issues as far as, you know, a coach implementing what they want to implement. Like, Lowry's obviously in mood. DeRozan mm-hmm. maybe is IQ, maybe is just like habits or whatever. But I think Stackhouse can at least come in and be like, hey, I hold several arena records for scoring. Yeah. Um, I play like I, I played amazing defense at parts of my career. I've was um, Stackhouse a really good defender? I uh, at, at parts. He's yeah. one of those guys that like I don't think he was necessarily like an amazing de- uh amazing um defender his entire career. Right. But I heard him on a podcast and like there was parts of his career where he was um I know it's him you heard talk, him on a podcast yeah, talking about, about how he was a great de- yeah okay, but great. but but still like I think like he, he, yeah he's not the most humble guy by the way um, <laughs> no but I, I think, I think that, that might work with our yeah, team actually yeah. because no he he talked about how um, he talked about playing against Michael Jordan and how in certain uh, uh, certain configurations he was the best defender on his team so he had to guard Jordan mm-hmm. and he talked about not being able to guard Jordan obviously um, but. Uh, he was good enough to be the assignment. You know what I mean? So he was, right. he's definitely. Was this in his Philly days? Like when he was playing with AI or is I think like... it was with Washington. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm not too much Did of a student of his career. Michael Jordan in Washington? I don't think so. Old MJ. Yeah, they traded uh, Richard Hamilton for Stackhouse to Detroit. And so Stackhouse played with uh, Michael Jordan. Like in those, in those, and then, like in those the, comeback the years? 2000 years, yeah. Um, Anyways, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. So. I, I'm I'm also Stackhouse unless there's someone from left field. Yeah, there's some kind of game changer. There's uh you know maybe there's someone from Giants of Africa. We don't know. Um, maybe there's uh, international coach. What about um, what's his name? Maybe Blatt gets a second try. Um, Blatt. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I mean, the, the name yeah, makes sense. Like, but it's also just very funny to think that Blatt's gonna come in and change. Yeah, I mean. There's there's a coach that LeBron won't be inspired to fucking spank and. Oh, playoffs. he would too, eh? Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm I'm stacked too. I think uh, if out, out of who I've heard of, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think Becky Hammond's exciting. Uh, I don't know her personal track record. I don't, you know, she hasn't been a head coach in the league, so who knows, right? Yeah, um, if, if, if she's a going Spurs with... disciple, that's interesting. That's cool. Uh, she has a she's also a legend in her own right. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the WNBA, so. She's fantastic. Um, I mean, she would probably be the more, I don't know, she might be more 
of an experienced coach overall. If you're looking at two people who have never played a coach an NBA team before, Hammond's probably got more <laughs> of a resume. Uh, I don't know. It just depends. Ben's, it's Ben's hard stack? to answer these questions because it's yeah. like when it's the, you know, training camp time, who does this team that just got swept respect? Who who are they going to latch onto and say, okay, we can beat X? And who's on the team, which we'll get to later. Yes. Um, okay, next question here. Let's see. What do I got? What do I got? Oh, all right. All right. Oh, <clears> this one's good. This one's so good. Excited. I'm excited. I'm in a good mood, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. The Raptors had a wonderful season. We got absolutely demolished in the playoffs. But uh, it was I'm the a most time. fun regular season. It I was can a freaking having. good time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a season blast. seat holder. Okay, I saw some really fun games. Yeah. Oh, I saw yeah, DeRozan's it. 52 point game. Yeah, right? yeah. Did you spend I, any money on playoff tickets? Uh, I didn't have to. Sadly, oh. um, the game I was supposed to go to, my fr- I was going to go to two games. What yeah. happened? Uh, yeah, I picked game five. Okay, of, uh, <gasps> round two. So oh no! I don't even really want to talk oh, about well, that. I mean, yeah, let's honest. move. Yeah, yeah. I booked that off work and everything. So let's let's. Well, really, I mean, you might have <laughs> yeah. saved yourself a lot of good money though. If they got sure. creamed, that would sure, have been a waste uh, of uh, cash. I was. Uh, that's one of the things I was really upset about. So I, I actually don't even honestly. That's I, he I'm just in a good said mood. he was having a good day. I'm having a good day, and that's a dark, dark yeah, place. Let's let's um, move on. <laughs> uh, here's a question, Ian. Uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll go with you first. Sure. Um, should uh, Serge start next year? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't like him as a. I've never really thought that he was uh, d- dynamic enough to be. Right. Uh, uh, I mean. If you look at guys who are like him that start, they do more than what he does. You know, right. they're more, they're, say, if we're looking at somebody who's the, like, I mean, I don't know, there's all these new players, like, a, even like a Draymond at the five, what do you would start at the five? The guy, like, you need a guy who's going to do more than just swat the ball and, and rebound on paper. Like, he doesn't, if it's one of these things where he was like a, he was like a Drummond where he got 15 a game, no matter what, cool. But I don't know if Serge, can we get the best out of Surge by starting him? Is he what's what are his numbers? Is he going to give you 10, 10, and two a game? Oh, he, can he even I mean, do that? Rebounding is much much worse than you're giving him. Exactly, he's, a, he's quite a bad rebounder. Well, exactly. Um, so then, if he's your starting, if your starting five is getting you under ten rebounds a game, but not doing other things, he shouldn't start. He's like Patrick Patterson if he could swat shots. But then also not move the ball ever. Right, right. He's not, you know. Yeah, and he's. I mean, I think like rebounding, they're like the same. Like a lateral quickness, they're similar in terms yeah. of uh, defending the perimeter. Um, I would honestly start Jakob over over. <laughs> so over are him. you like uh, Jakob so and JV? I, I guess that's kind of what I'm. Jacob. That's kind of what I'm getting <laughs> no, to because yeah, I JV think too. I think the conversation around Surge prior to the season. Um, like like when we resigned him, mm-hmm. was uh, you know Masai was clearly shopping JV, mm-hmm. and uh, we resigned Serge and yep. and Kyle, and you know MLSE was like you know fairly deep into the luxury, yeah, and they're um, probably pretty pissed over the Serge signing, eh? MLSE. Well, it's it's a weird it's a weird combination of things, right? Because Serge when they signed him it was kind of like yeah this guy is our center. Um, and mm-hmm. then we also are going to have Pirtle and Bebe. But then JV was like, I'm 25 and I'm going to have a good season. Yeah, I'm good. So it's kind of like we have four centers and then Siakam. So I think when we're – like for me, when I'm thinking about who's going to start next year, I'm really trying to – I think maybe the direction for this team, especially if we get a guy like Stack is – oh, sorry. That's my phone. Um, <laughs> is OG – uh, I think maybe he's our starting power forward. 
of the future. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I, I don't think based on search. what we have right now, I think. But OG is also terrible at rebounding right now. He is, but he showed some stuff in the playoffs as far as like you know when people aren't paying attention to you, you can kind of like cut and 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 be big. Like I think he's really strong. Like, oh, I think he. I think for sure he. Like he, he can't his, really like, natural, back him down. Which is, uh, position is power forward, but uh, I just don't know if uh, we have the roster to back that up. I mean, you need JV out there if you're going to have him at the power forward, because it, otherwise you're not going to you're going to get well, crushed on the board. That's where I'm at. So what team? What starting I'm thinking, five? I'm thinking yeah. it's Lowry. Uh, Lowry, DeRozan. Uh, okay, like I'm, I'm not talking about. We're not, we're not talking about trades yet. Uh, I'm thinking it's Lowry, DeRozan, Miles, OG, uh, JV. Is that and the is that the starting five that you would have put out there? Who? What starting five beats the Cavs instead of us getting? Started? I think the best. We, I th- I'm convinced we could have beat them. Um. Well. Okay. So I think yeah. The, the, there's so many things about us not beating the Cavs. I think a big part what's, of it. Yeah. Just yeah. Was, yeah. Was uh, you know, we're seeing the uh, all the amazing defense and switching from Boston. Uh, we also saw some awesome switching mm-hmm. from Indiana, but mm-hmm. they're not they don't not as good on defense as Boston. Um, I think you got to put all of your best defensive athletes out there, mm-hmm. and I don't think we beat the Cavs with um, DeRozan and Lowry playing big minutes. Crazy. And I'm not trying. That's I, crazy. I know that is you'd have to, yeah. so awful, you, no, but, but I right, just right. I just think it's like you need you need talent on the court uh in a, in specific ways to beat specific teams um mm-hmm. that's that, that's so vague i i, I just well DeRozan mean, was the worst player in the playoffs not only on like the raptors he, but he, possibly in the entire playoffs him not shutting down jr was huge uh, i i mean i personally the reason i disagree with that uh as like as a complete statement is because i think that he had a good series against washington he didn't though he but, had a terrible season. He was the worst in the team out of anyone that's played more. He was ninth on the team in like effective field goal percentage, rebounding. Right, uh, but like, like, but that's the whole empty calorie thing. It's like you, it's like his his value can't fully be determined by his efficiency. But his it, volume it, matters, and he was our leading scorer. He was a like had average four assists in that series. The, t- the team was like, outscored so badly when he was on the court. He was but, getting but crushed. Okay, okay, that's. That to me is a contextual thing as well because I think DeRozan's whole career you can't really define it by um, the because the Raptors generally have been better on the court, uh, especially with Lowry. Anytime DeRozan's off the court, but I think that that's because it's a game planning thing, and I think that you have a team. Let's say let's say DeRozan's not yeah, on the team. But he's so easy to De- game plan for. I the totally easiest. agree. So I totally then agree. He, what, what do you do? He, but that's why he kills it in the regular season because teams he's are playing more, against terrible players. He crushes terrible well, players, and, and, but he's the, so bad against. In the regular season, teams are basically they're basically like thinking about their own defense, their own offense. Like it's it's a useless to like. Yeah, they'll look at some game tape, but but they're not. Um, they're not focusing, they're not zeroing in on one specific player and his problems and how to get him out of his head or whatever. And I, I totally agree he's easy to game plan but for. But he's also just so terrible in the other aspects of like playoff basketball. For like sure. You he's need people who shooting, hu- hustle, who, who hustle for loose balls and shit yeah. like that. Like he's... He's ter- like I showed you the stat of like the plus minuses for the playoffs. He was minus sixty five. The next lowest player was minus thirty four, and Lowry sure. was minus fifteen. And they both played thirty seven minutes a game. Well, so, I mean, like, like it's 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 obscene how like yeah. how badly they they did while he was on the court. If you want a, a, t- a lineup that's going to beat uh, Cleveland, if you want the next uh, coach yeah, to come what's in, your starting five. Starting five would be I put right in uh, for sure. Uh, right in Lowry. Um, I don't know, maybe Miles depends if like if they keep switch you'd have to go with a defense that doesn't switch. Otherwise you're gonna get crushed by uh right. by James. He's gonna get trucked every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, OG, 
Um, I mean, really? JV. I mean, what, what about this? What about this? Crazy. Lowry, right? That's true though. Um, Miles, OG, Search. You got shooting. You got defense. You got a lot of different things going under. You got switchability. Um, like you have, you know, some shot blocking with Surge. Uh, you have some uh, yeah. muscle with OG. The I, boards I, are I, tough. Be That's, tricky though because they would play think... Love. They would bring Love out to the three, and Surge would have to guard the three. I don't think we have the personnel to. Be and the, then the Cavs, and then LeBron would just drive to the cup. I, I think we have the personnel to beat. I don't know, like almost <clears throat> every other team in the NBA that is Shocking Golden to me State. That, that, or uh, Houston. You know what? I know I, I don't want to get like uh, too high on regular season's wins, and I know we beat Houston twice, and I do think they would beat us for sure in a playoff series. But I don't <laughs> think that um, they have a player or a come- I love that. You oh, my qualifiers? That with, uh, with, I, I think the Raptors could beat them, but pre preface. There's no way the Raptors could beat them. Well, okay. Let, let me just say this. I don't, I've never seen the Raptors as compromised in any situation mm-hmm. um, the way that the Love James pick and roll compromises them. Yeah, Actually, you know what? How about this? I, I, I do think well, the, also I do the, think the Warriors, Korver, um, I think the Warriors compromise them in a similar manner. Right. Like, I don't think the Raptors could be. I think if we were to play the Warriors, oh, every a, game would be a blowout. Here's a question. Can, and can, we just couldn't keep up with them. Can coaching, capacity. if you fire Casey, so that means concept, like as a concept, you, you think that your coach didn't do his job. Right. If, you're, if it's round two and you have what coach beats them? Brad Stevens, Greg Popovich, who who is no able coach? To, I don't think you're just personally. saying no coach. I, I think I think the personnel's too weak. I think our <laughs> stars are not Fair. bright enough mm-hmm. to do what they need to do in the playoffs. And I think that when you're th- for me the the new coach question is about um, who is kind of keep the ball rolling and uh, who does Masai want long term? Sure. Yeah. I think that's the real question because you know there might be a rebuild on the fly. Maybe Lowry and Serge fall off a cliff and we go into a harder rebuild quicker. I think that Masai's hire is a long-term hire. Something crazy is going to happen. I think it has to be. This draft, this is too strong of a draft for Masai. He's drooling right now. Something's going to happen. Oh, oh, are are we we moving in on this draft? Not yet, not yet. We'll Um, we'll go, but I'm just saying in general. I dropped my phone on the ground, but I think <laughs> I think I think my final Raptors question is about off season and trades, and I think I asked you guys Fair. to invent a trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if it's realistic, cool. If it's not, mm-hmm. we'll have a laugh. Um, yeah, I yeah. do like a quick uh, non Raptors trade that I thought of. Hit me up because there is that uh, Spurs or the Seventy Sixers are looking at LeBron and uh, Leonard. Um, I saw that, yeah. So if like you traded, um, if they just sign LeBron outright and then trade Covington, Bayless, um, and Fultz uh, for Leonard, uh, you could get an Embiid, Sarich, LeBron, Leonard, uh, Simmons starting five, and just Jesus. go like the biggest starting five unit in the history of the NBA. Your backcourt is six eight, six ten. Yeah, um, Philly, Boston, like as far as their off seasons and. Who's out there? Like, I think the trio of, of James, George, and Kawhi are going to define the offseason. Sure. And it's going to be really, really interesting. Uh, I was listening to the Low uh, Simmons podcast. They kind of do like a, a trade off once a year. 
And this one was... Oh, did they do one recently? Or yeah, it was, oh. I think it was last night, actually. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, or maybe it was in the morning, but... Uh, it was, I'm the, so going to listen to this. Everyone shut good. off this podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Uh, don't. Uh, um, no. <laughs> we got so many good jokes coming Yeah, up. yeah. Stick around. Yeah, stick around for the laughs, okay? Um, no, the, yeah, the, 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 it, was, it was the low post version, and they were talking about um, the Clippers as a real... Uh, it seems like, the, you know, they have inside it's sources, LA. right? They were talking about how the Clippers are going to be a major player this offseason. Really? And they were For both sure. seem to be operating from a place of just knowledge, you know, regular fans don't have. Because they're both like, oh, well, yeah, obviously the Clippers. Everything works like, for Clippers, though, because they have, they have, they were just a good team and now they're yeah. not. A shit ton of cap space. And they've got lots of cap space and they're in LA and they have a rich owner. And yeah. who in Bottom the league line, does, they're isn't somebody. begging to play with Gallinari and Rivers? I mean, <laughs> oh, totally. Who wants to start a trio of superstars with those guys? I mean, I think people do like playing with Rivers. Really? It's see, like, I mean, I mean, I think people hate his uh, son. Uh, I think certain. No, players, I mean, I certain... who I was talking about. I was talking about Austin Rivers. Oh, oh yeah, people hate him for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, nobody wants to play with him. No, he's the David Mervish of basketball. The da- <laughs> That's okay. That's wonderful. Um. What's a what's a Raptors trade? Uh, if, uh, if either you guys, oh, sorry, put... I, I totally threw it off. No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, Ian, let's start with you. Is there is there a Raptors trade that comes to mind? Did you engineer one? Uh, I mean, <clears throat> I don't I don't like the way the team is. I don't think they can win with this team. So this is a very strong draft. Um, I say you, you you try to get in do a top three pick. Let's get let's package up. Say package up. I don't know. I mean. I like I like DeRozan, I do. So I'd package up like a guy like Serge. I'd maybe if dangle a young guy and see if I can get right in and get one of these superstars who's going to be young. I know that it's it just because if if you're going to get rid of say DeRozan for Paul George, for me that's six one half dozen the other or something like that. If you're going to go dynamic player, what dynamic player is available that's going to allow us to beat so LeBron? Who's looking at that top pick? Um, looks like we got, uh, there's that weird scenario where Boston, oh, keep you got Phoenix, you got Dallas, but Boston there. could end up with the second overall pick next year. How does that happen for them? Um, I for, it's, it's pretty complicated. Lo- it's kind of very insane, unlikely. Right? Yeah. It's the Los Angeles Laker pick. It's the one that they acquired for, uh, Markel Fultz That's last right. year. Um, if it's between two and five, it goes to Boston. If it's uh number one. Or six uh, later. Yeah, if it's number one or six later, it stays with L.A., right? Okay. Or does it go... No, it goes somewhere yeah. else, right? No, it goes to... It sticks with Philly if it's one or six or above. Oh, well, okay, here's here's what I'm getting to. Yep. Um, who's a team that's tanking or maybe has a, has a pick who you could think of who would even entertain the idea of taking on Serge's contract? Oh, no one's going to take Nobody. on Serge's contract. Nobody. So, so like, even if it's like, okay, we're going to give you Serge, OG, and DeLon. Oh, okay. Is, oh, that, yeah. is that a yeah, big yeah. conversation changer? For sure. Or do the Raptors need so. to be that heavy-handed? And do uh, do they need to get rid of Surge that much? No, I don't think. Or so. Or should we just sit on his contract and be like, let's let's uh, instead of off dangling him as an expiring, let's keep him as an expiring and wait it out. Well, I mean, there's two more. Nobody years, wants right? to wait it out. Yeah. But I don't maybe know. Maybe I don't think he's not like a dang or something. I mean, that would be the the way to do it, right? I think. But was it you who uh, Ian? Was it you who put? Uh, no, somebody, uh, somebody no, that, just said that. That, that was uh, the, that, that was a question from the uh, from the fans. So oh, well, we're going to rapid there. fire through some of those. Sure. Um, okay, but I think that's a good answer. Uh, I think like target if, the draft. Ian's saying. I think um, so. There's lots of talent there. We have assets, um, young and old. Some are overpaid. Some are underpaid. And some so of the guys, the guys in the draft this year, they're, they're, there's that ba- uh, Bagley and Porter. Yeah. And besides the drafter, right? But I think Bagley those, and Porter, those, are, those guys are good. Most of those guys aren't even considered in the top three. 
Oh yeah, like I, 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 I'm like, a bit. No, I'm a not bit as far as the draft goes. By the way, is today the lottery? Yeah, 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 yeah it's day? Bo- That's fun. So, so when you hear this podcast tomorrow, you're gonna, we're actually, you're, you're actually gonna know who has those picks and just listen to the Bill Simmons podcast. Yeah. You know, oh God. <laughs> I think Bagley will be a top three um, pick. What's your trade? Not, not Porter. Oh, he could. He could. Uh, Porter for sure not. But I mean, like, I think, like, the consensus top three is, like, Bagley's in there as, as the third. I think, like, Aiton and uh, Donkic are yeah. uh, one and two. Yeah. Uh, and then some people have uh, Jackson Jr. as mm-hmm. uh, number three because of his uh, his youth and yeah. his uh, his mobility. And, and the real mm-hmm. smart money's on the uh, the other ball brother, right? Leangelo. <laughs> uh, so wait, oh, not- you never know where Vivek's <laughs> gonna go. Um, <laughs> that's amazing. And that's, that's Vivek like- would be like, yeah, he he would do it, and then he would be like, I told you so. I was good at making money, and now I'm good at being a GM. Oh, that's um, my uh, that's my transition to my Raptors trade. What you trade? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is, uh, uh, you know, just try. That's why when you said uh, uh, Stackhouse, you said it kind of like Stoskis. Uh, the classic Vivek um, draft uh, draft moment. Um, sorry, oh, yeah, no, uh, that Vivek. was insane. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vivek's insane. See, you never know what Vivek's gonna insane. do. So uh, I love go to weird. Sa- you gotta go to Sacramento. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like like yeah, uh, Jerry's gotta show up in a limo and just <laughs> yes. be like, Vivek, yes. what's up? And be like, DeRozan for for <laughs> Shumpert in the number two pick, and he'll yeah. just be like, yeah. yeah. Uh, you never know. Just That's bring Weber you, and something like that is what you want. But like, I think a hey, player. Hey, Vladi, remember Weber? Yeah, yeah, He's my buddy. Yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's no player out there that you can just trade that's like a DeRozan that's gonna. Affect. I think you got to go. Yeah, I would say. A, Try to get a young pick, man. Yes. The draft is strong. If we could get, if we could get the number two pick and get this guy Donkic, it'd be yeah, insane. Yeah. Oh yeah, that Donkic. guy's gonna be good. I love Donkic. Um, I mean, like, I, I don't even. Th- I think like uh, Sacramento's got like the seventh most odds of going into like. Uh, I think they have like the seventh or eighth worst record uh, this year mm-hmm. somehow. Even yeah, like, they were yeah. like a lot of bad the, teams. Clearly, the worst team. What was Atlanta or Phoenix? Uh, uh, Phoenix one has number changers. one. Yeah. yeah, and then I think Atlanta might be number two. Right. Um. But uh, yeah, I mean, like that makes no sense for Sacramento. It makes no sense. It makes no yeah. sense at all. Yeah. But you, again, you just never know. Um, even if we took back like bad contracts, if we took back like Shumper and Costa uh, uh, Kufos or something to try to like uh, alleviate that, you just gotta hope that like uh, the analytics department who would be arguing against the trade would be arguing arguing against like Stoyakovich and Vladi, who'd be like. You guys, would you want to play one on one against DeRozan? I don't think so. And then right, they just pull the trigger. Yeah, so yeah. if we did, so that. you're you're like figure out a way to trade DeRozan. Is, is oh, that where you're coming 100%. from? Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So do you think it's possible to trade DeRozan without taking back like so much bad salary that we would be bad for a long time? Uh, I don't think the team would be that much worse if you like dumped DeRozan and took back some bad salary. I mean, it depends how long the salary was, right? Right. right. Um, I mean, if it's only for like two years or whatever, then it might be fine. Uh, just to like pilfer a question from later on. But like, I think like something like a dang, and I don't think you would be able to get like someone as good as, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ingram. Uh, Ingram. Uh, for him. Uh, you could, uh, shout out like, to Simon Ho. Something like that. I mean, I'd, I'd do it for Lonzo Ball. Woo! <laughs> that would be, uh, absolutely insane. Um, Okay. Here's where my head's at, Great. and this is going to sound um, maybe too, uh, maybe, uh, not, maybe not daring enough, but I think that you uh, target a franchise like Portland or New Orleans, so a team that feels like they need to be clever and... Is it boogie time? No, it's not boogie time. Okay. Thank I, you. I'm going. For, I'm going from like a way less flashy place. I didn't really want boogie before he had the most devastating injury in yeah, basketball. Yeah, it's Sorry. it's a rough one. But um, 
I target a guy. Like, okay, so here, here's, here's what I think the, the Raptors need to do. They need to um, get a shooter like Miles and keep Miles. So mm-hmm. I think you target Miritich. And you do that by saying, you convincing New Orleans that they need to keep Boogie, they need that money. And you kind of give a bit too much of, or uh, like you, you give them some young assets that people are going to be a bit angry that you got rid of. Like you give them someone like DeLon, you're going to have to give them um, somewhere like that or Siakam. You're going to have to give them That's some the thing. Pieces. You give an asset where people are like, what are you doing? But I think the point of that is you want to get a lineup where there's just like, well, it had to be like Siakam, a wicked right? shooter. If you're, I, if you're throwing I don't in, want to give up a, a, yeah, power, a power. But you have to personally, for Miritich? Like, what's, so, the, yeah. what's the rotation at that point? No, you I know. I know so like, many bits. So what about, what about DeLon and Siakam and Norm for Miritich? Oh. I know, right? No. Like, it, well, well, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. No, but part of my reason. I'd for, rather go young again, but yeah, I get it. Part of my reason for doing that is you're also like in house, being like, this means um, we're ready. We're getting ready to uh, invest in Van Vliet long term. Mm-hmm. We're getting vet, uh, ready to obviously OG. We're get, but also Pirtle. Like, I just think financially, well, you're it not makes any salary though. If you're bringing in Miritich, Miritich is. I thought a he was like twenty. Agent. Isn't, He's or, a free agent, or is did they pick up his option or something? I like, thought, I, you know, what's funny about in, this my, in my head, in my head, he's a, he's a, he's basically kind of an going to be a, like a bit of a like he'll he'll be around he's either Valanciunas on a, a, a one year deal for like fifteen million or to twenty million, or he's a free agent. The way they were talking mm-hmm. though, this is like a watershed moment where everyone's saying, "Are we like our young guys more than we like DeRozan and Lowry?" It seems to be whether we say it out loud or or not. It seems like. This young That's the team subtext, made, for su- sure. made such an impression that we're looking already to the future. So if that's what we're looking at, I say you might as well got to try to get into this draft early. And again, okay. talk to Vivek the, the maniac because this is Masai. <laughs> talk to Vivek, comma the, the maniac. maniac. He's good at this Dude. shit. He's good at at at. And this is you know he's salivating on this draft. You know we have these assets. I'm pretty sure you're going to see uh, the Raptors make a move. That's my prediction. They go and try to get a top three to five pick. Okay. I like it. We're all coming from different practical places. Um, Let's move on to the NBA and uh, let's fucking throw out some hot takes. Oh, my God. Matt, can you hit me? I'm loving the like the uh, the vocals from Matt. It's really like he's he's really doing the whole Migos thing. You know, no gaps in the in the songs. You're filling it. You're making it cool. Um, Thank you. It's my biggest skill oh for sure no like if you if you want if you really want to support matt you head down to busker fest when it's rolling as like the hottest day of the summer and and you know you don't you don't drop coins in his hat you drop bills in his hat because he's doing cool voice stuff oh yeah he's an ad lib master yeah um no yeah the silver elvis guy's a joke compared to what matt does (laughs) down at uh st lawrence market oh yeah but um uh, uh, silver elvis of farmer tans right now (laughs) um okay uh let's uh let's start with you ian Mm -hmm. um four teams left um what are the likelihood and i'm not talking about percentages i'm talking about like uh, you got to pick one team to win the finals this year, mm-hmm. and one through four, go. I mean, I watched the game last night. Yep. Um, the discipline, the professionalism that Golden State holds yep. means that they're going to win. The Durant-Trump card? The Durant-Trump card, yes, but also Durant 
as much as he's so skilled and so dominant and is an alpha, he knows his fucking place on that team. You know what I mean? Yeah. He knows when there's a mismatch, I go and I score, I defend. Every one of those guys knows their role. The their IQ ro- level's insane. Their rotations are well. Houston is a very skilled team. The players that they have, player-wise, player for player, could probably match up and maybe beat them. But it comes down, when there's no room for error, Golden State make much less silly mistakes, fewer errors, uh, their coaching, their timeouts are better, uh, everything like that. I think Golden State is most likely. Then you have Houston second. Then you have, for me, Cleveland, and then Boston. Okay, um, where 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 are you? you do you same order? You disagree? Same order for sure. Oh wow, uh, yeah, same order. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, I mean, to me, it's not even close. Uh, yeah, I mean, Golden, Gold, State. Golden State's a, a slam dunk over either of the East. Okay, so sure. I'm mm-hmm. with you guys there. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm with you guys. I'm Golden State number one for sure. Um, my number two uh, is also Houston. Okay, we're gonna say Boston. No, my number three is Boston. Hmm. I just see. I okay. Mean, okay. Okay. The only reason is I think if they make the finals, um, I think if they make the finals, uh, Houston and Golden State are the obvious favorites against Boston. Sure. But as someone who's just criticized the shit out of Brad Stevens relentlessly, uh, you're saying junkyard dog team, nothing to lose. Well, you know, I'm going to be remembered on the wrong side of history already. You know, sure, so yeah. like I'm doubling down there. However, I do. I, there's certain things you can't deny when you watch basketball. And this um, Boston team has so many different weird things going for it. And where, whereas I feel like he, or Cleveland's a bit more of a known quantity in terms mm-hmm. of like, you know, they got LeBron and, you know, they've, they've been there before. But if it's Cleveland Golden State, like I just, as much as I'm like LeBron can do anything, I don't think that he can beat Golden State. They're too sloppy, then, that team. I kind of don't think, I think, Maybe there's a bit more of a chance with Cleveland Houston, like Maybe. that that Cleveland wins. Um, Just but I think Houston would beat them too, and I think Cleveland's going to beat Boston. Yes, but I think it's really, really, really tight. And as much as I I, I can't see a team like Boston actually beating Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is more. There is something there. Like I think they maybe they could. Um, I, yeah. I think there's a good chance that they could beat Cleveland. Oh for yeah, sure. I just think like. I also I don't think Boston the only... would be Houston or Golden State, but I think that I don't know. Like, well, what about Horford Draymond? Isn't that interesting? Isn't there some? <laughs> That's cool... interesting. But then, what about uh, what about the, Durant uh, the other, Tatum? The other, but Durant, even Durant Tatum, I'm like, I gotta tell I, you, is Tatum getting better every freaking game or I, what? This I guy's hate, insane. I, I got as much as I hate the Golden State Warriors, and I really don't like what Durant did with that move years ago. It's good. Their basketball. team is amazing. Oh. They're so good. Um, for all the people who hate Golden State, it's, I'm it's, like, it's fair a, enough. But watching them's fun for me. The skill is one thing, but what settle what sets them above the rest is their discipline. They're such a disciplined team. Draymond and Green, confidence. At the, the very start of that game, he almost got thrown out of the game. The first fucking <laughs> that, goes, that goes hard against your disciplined. Uh, no, but <laughs> no, it, yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't because most other teams. If then you have, it together if you have a player that. like if that's Demarcus Cousins. First play of the game, he's fucking gonna get thrown out. Yeah, for well, I don't sure. think he'd make it down the floor though in order to throw that punch. Like well, you'd have to be under the basket. <laughs> that's the oh, thing. Well, that's a that's a uh, that's a boogie po- dig yeah, here. Yeah, for yeah. Point, point Transition is, defense point, boogie dig. Take point that, is, is that they're such, guy who kind they're of so organized. This team is so <laughs> organized that they can get a get a guy who's about to be thrown out and about to about to blow up, and they can bring him over and they say, "We're a better team. Let's relax. We have you know, let's just win." Okay. And like they're just. 
they're collected. Well, they just have so much talent. It's yeah. just like it's just a talent overload. Yeah. Yeah. No, even, even if it's, it's talent, it's chemistry. Well, it's people who can like step up and do something insane and in the moment. When, it's, when guys it's go to the bench, everything with David State. West and David West and Sean Livingston say they know when guys go to the bench, they're going to play friggin' fifteen minutes and they're going to play super hard. They're not going to make any. They're not going to turn the ball over. They're going to do exactly what they're supposed to do. Okay. How about this? Matt, right. I'm going to jump to you here first. Great. Out of the, all the four teams, um, the, all the players who haven't won a championship, hey, if it's a coach for you, if it's Bread, and you're like, Bread needs this. Bread, mm-hmm. Bread's earned it, and he should win the championship. And for those who don't know, Bread is Brad Stevens. That's right. So <laughs> Just so people aren't like, what the fuck is yeah, he talking about? And even if they are, you know. No worries, right? right great, it's right. good to have people confused in an audio podcast. Like, <laughs> I think that's a really that's a winning quality for a podcast. Like, you know? all right, let's just start talking about visual things we can see around yeah, the apartment. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Matt, who, who's a player? Uh, who, who's who's someone you want to win a championship that hasn't won a championship? Um, yeah. Um, I mean, you posited this as one of the two examples, but I mean, it's got to be Jose Calderon. He played he, <laughs> out of everyone, though. He's your choice. He's my like, choice for sure. He had he, a long he career. Was almost, almost in that Golden State team, and then they cut him like an mm-hmm. hour after he signed there. Oh yeah, and then lost his I chance to win the championship there. So he was so close there, and he's ring chasing. Like the and guy wants it. Well, I mean, I think Me he's oh going my. to anyone who will give him a contract <laughs> at this point. Uh, but Fair, I, um, but, but yeah, I think, uh, I mean, it's, it's unlikely. I, I mean, I, I had Cleveland above Boston, but I both had their chances of winning the championship at like three. So you, you're a hard known Nick Young. Uh, why, why <laughs> do I love, why do I love, uh, you know, he has one of the funnier random nicknames on, uh, Swaggy P is good. It's not even Swaggy P it's bean burrito. That's one of his like five oh, nicknames wow. that he has on there. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, so, That's pretty freaking cool. Yeah, Matt's know. a fan. Oh, I, I know of him. Uh, I don't know if I'm a fan. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they'd be kind of funny, I guess. Like, I'm, The celebrations yeah, yeah. would be fun, but I mean, yeah. I have no... But no, you don't actually want him to. It's not like you've been like, oh, he's worked so hard his yeah. entire career and has made all the right moves and been stunted. He's very lucky to be in the position he's in. Ian? You, well, uh, for you, sure, you without, without a doubt, CP3. I'd love to see CP3 Oh, that's one. a good answer. Without I think a it's doubt, a great answer, too. He's been a professional his whole career. The poor bastard played on Charlotte. If you go back and watch him on Charlotte, he was so good. He's so good. He's amazing. He's so good, and that team was shit. And Speaking uh, of wrong side of history and Brad Stevens and Brad mm-hmm. Stevens, I uh, I was one of the people when uh, uh, Darren Williams was in Utah who said that Darren Williams was going to have a better career than Chris Paul. Okay, well, let's yeah. pretend you didn't just say that. But I mean, <laughs> Chris Atlanta's Paul's... GM thought that Marvin Williams was going to have a better career than both of them. <laughs> Chris, so Paul's, there's Chris Paul's great. Rides. Chris Paul's great. He's never again. He's a pro, and he's and never he gets, really he made it. He gets reduced by that argument all yeah, the time. And, like the whole reductive, like oh, he's a choke or whatever. It's like. Chris Paul's not uh, like no, man. if you look at his hard. No. look at his numbers he's in the awesome. playoffs and he's always had good playoffs. He's, he's, he's fantastic. Yeah, he's, yeah. He, and again, he's a good floor general. He just hasn't had the opportunity. He's like a lot of guys who just haven't had the opportunity for whatever reason. The NBA's tough. There's a lot of really good players who have yep. never won and will never win. But I'd like to see CP3 win, man. I like cool. I like the very start of that game too when he when he hip checked Durant. He called. He said, "Come on, just play or some shit." And then, yeah. uh, and he hip checked. <laughs> Come on, him, uh, just you know, play. He said something rude. I'm sure. And oh, then for he, sure. And then he <laughs> hip checked him, and he yeah. brought the ball up. Like it's like he he's he's a bit of a bulldog. You know what yeah. I mean? He wants to win, and I don't know. I'd like to see him win. Harden, sure. I mean, yeah, sure. But yeah, like yeah, but, but, but Harden's CP3. maybe not at the point of his career no. where he's like, oh man, you only have a couple. CP3 like, for sure. Left. I'd love to see him win, especially um, over that fucking. Dirt. I think he might have another chance. So this is also a bit like eh. But 
Horford is a guy for me. Okay. Who's just such a winner. Yeah. And I, I've always been a big fan. I've always thought that people. Always? Um, Even when he decapitated TJ Ford? Oh, right. You know what? You know what? I actually didn't hate him in that moment because uh, there was that story about him going to the hospital and crying and being really, really upset. And mm. it was such an accident. Do you remember? It was a reckless play, Ford, though. And TJ that was Ford his was playing season. so well before that. Oh my god, he was playing amazing. T- that guy. was a, that was. Uh, I mean, yeah, the Ra- the Raptors fans, we've been through a lot. Okay, we've been through. That a, was that, a hard moment. That was a devastating. The TJ Ford. Oh my god, the TJ Ford flame out after that too. It's oh, like, oh, dude. this is poor guy. Oh man, that's. I sad. wouldn't want to get dropped on my head from ten feet onto hardwood. There's, that, there's, that was he, rough. He had multiple neck injuries. That was always a, a yeah. big problem. Yeah. And that was one of those weird, like you know, into you know how we're like the whole Kawhi thing. It's like, does he have a disease in his legs? Mm-hmm. That was a, I remember that was the introduction, the first time I ever heard of a stinger. Yeah. Guys kept being like, he's got a stinger. As a as a, a uh, wrestling fan, I was w- well aware of the stinger. I feel uh, like so is a stinger like, oh, he has a spinal injury? Yeah. Like That's... maybe you should be a bit more like uh medical about it. I don't know. I think he's well, got a stinger. Kawhi's got some weird that's people like, around him. He's got him right his now. bell rung. I think it's yeah, his people. Yeah, yeah. Uh no, that's really, really bad, I think. Um, but I, yeah, I uh, think ho- bre- bleeding brains is just a good old bell, know, right? No, no, but I, I think Al Horford, um, he's, he's, he's lost to LeBron four times. He, yeah. he's, he's a good story. I think that he, um, has always been a really, really, really good player. He's always been a bit undermatched. Mm-hmm. He's never been on a team quite good enough to get there. And I think that it's never really been his fault. Just um, as a quick aside to that, mm-hmm. I think he'll have a chance next year. Do you think? I mean, outside that, of Golden State, yeah, you yeah. think with those two, with Kyrie healthy if he stays and Hayward healthy if he stays, is Boston the best team in the East right away and one of the best in the league? Like, I definitely they think they State? have the best assets and the with best... With that coach and how deep they are and how they're going to move the ball and shooters, like... They're awesome. They're going to be good, State, man. So that? would I. So would I. Yeah. Because of I, experience I would too. and everything, but it's close. They're, I would too, like, just like the, like, I, I mean, like, we were talking about Golden State earlier and how, like, you... Their their execution is phenomenal, but also if like you have five seconds left on the shot clock, just throw it to Duran. He'll shoot over fucking yeah. anyone. There's yeah. there a yeah. there was a sequence yesterday in the game where he like shot over uh, PJ Tucker, and then uh, there was another defender like Bamute, and then the next play he just shot over Capella, who's got like the yeah. most ridiculous wings. Yeah, no, he, Durant does not care. Yeah. Okay, so uh, here's the last like uh, question. Then we're just gonna rapid fire as fast as we can. Sure, uh, a couple questions after sure. that. Sure. So. Out of all the teams that uh, have not decided that they are tanking, mm-hmm. um, who should? Who should tank? Who should be like, you're looking at their team, and you're like, sorry, this is an uncomfortable truth. Can, it could be the Raptors. Um, Matt, let's start with you. Who should tank? That's not tanking. Um, I mean, this, this. I'm going to this question not knowing if like anyone has their picks protected or like it's sure, sure. to someone yeah. else. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're I not capologists. I mean, I, apparently so. Memphis isn't going to tank again next year. I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they, they really got it. Like they come up right. Yeah. Like, they, oh, but I, actually, they don't have their pick next year, do they? I think Boston has it. Um, no, but they have another. I forget how uh, what they did, but they have. They do have a pick, and I think it's pretty decent. Oh, but it's not theirs. Oh, so, okay. Well, but, I mean, then that yeah. doesn't matter for tanking, right? If it's not their own pick. Uh, but I, I guess it might be protected for me as a tanking Memphis, is also Memphis will have a high pick this year, but they should still yeah they should keep tanking. The, yeah, the, the Boston pick they have, the Boston is their 2019 pick, right? Uh, so yeah, that would be next year. Wait, it's yeah, because 2018 it would be this year's draft, so 2019 would be next year's. Right, sorry. So they have their yeah. So 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 right. Memphis has their pick in this year's draft. In this year's draft, but like I'm yes, saying is I that see, they want they want they they're leaning towards Doncic, which they might as well anyways. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad pick. Uh, because they expect to contend again next year. So, uh, f- so for you, it's like, 
hey, you got Conlin, you got Gasol, trade those guys and be well, bad for I, a longer I mean, period. I guess that's the same thing that they had with DeRozan, except like they've they they've, uh, they've got like Conley's completely untradeable because he's like one of the highest paid players in the league somehow, um, and he's uh, injury prone uh, to high health. And those players don't age well. Anyone who's had like a collection of injuries, and uh, right. Marcus Saul is uh, a shell of who he used to be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is 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 Memphis the uh, choice they're, for they're you? They're a good choice, but I want to see a proper, old fashioned, no holds bar New York Knicks tank. Proper. Oh wow! They, I want them to be the worst goddamn team in the East. And is that kind of like they're let's never... shelve uh, Chris Tapp's first season? Well, I mean, Chris Tapp shelved or... himself. I knew that he was gonna. He's he's prone to these big guys who are mobile like that. Their feet. So man. is this tank also tank. about trading Chris Tapps? Is that part of this tank? I mean, go with it. See how he can do. I think that I people don't would want him, right? Like, no, I, oh, he's yeah. really, really like he's I, got a lot going for him. I, I know that he's. You like know what? You might as well try to tank with him on the team because they're so shit. Even with him as a starter playing, they're garbage. Who 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 do they have? Yeah. Um, well, I, isn't he missing a bunch of next year anyways because of an injury? Yeah. Exactly. So that's 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 what I'm asking you. Like, so could could good, they tank really while just shelving him? Like, do yeah, an, do they, an Embiid? They, like, I, keep think that, I think that they should. But like, if his injury takes six months to come back from, make it eight, make it nine. Don't rush him back because they're going to be by the time he comes back next year, they're probably going to be out of the playoff picture anyway because yeah. they're so bad. They should just continue. I mean that 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 franchise is like it's a nightmare. It's a disaster. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's an absolute but disaster. Like, if they ever want to get good, they have to commit to act like they're. It, I feel like they're like we can kind of maybe win. Oh, let's kind of tank a bit. They're like they're so. Aloof they should be looking at the shit. Lakers and like, oh wow, if you are bad Just for a little while, have and if you're going to be make bad, nice picks, be, you can maybe have a future horrible. and then acquire players or whatever. Be really bad, you know. All like right, my pick, mm. this is Charlotte Hornets, Fair. because I think that. Um, they're like, everyone always talks about the treadmill team, which I think is, you know, there's a lot of different ways to take that argument because I think you can rebuild and retool and there's a lot of different things. It's all contextual and it's all, mm -hmm. you know, based on whatever your player's growth and that sort of thing. I think that, uh, they're in a situation they don't want to be with Kemba. Kemba is similar enough to, let's say, DeRozan where it's like, ah, you're really, really good. Mm -hmm. You are awesome. Hard team to tank. Well, but that's they the have thing. Like so much talent, you know. Like I not, agree. Not, like, not I agree. To make the playoffs. I agree. Game. But unlike the the Raptors or or a team that has like some pipeline, I think they have no pipeline. Yeah. And I think they have a bunch of contracts that are big and shitty. And I I even like a guy like Batum. But so I think not, that not a fan of Kaminsky. Um, no, no, Frank, no, not big I, Frank. That's the thing. And I, I, so I think they're a team that has to be like. We're for sale. They did that last year, but I think they need to maintain that and basically right. do like a. I know the lottery is changing, but I think they need to be bad for multiple years. That's why, like, that's why for me, I'm like, that's a team that needs to gut it because yeah. I just don't think that. Well, what do they have? Howard, Batum, Kid Gilchrist, Kemba. I think their goal should be to trade all four of those players into different assets if, throughout the course of two years because people aren't going to take those players. Easily, and you and I don't think they should. Um, they have no assets attached to those contracts. Yeah. I agree. But Dwight I, had a bit of a Dwight year. Dwight won't have a year like he had next what year. They, what they could do maybe is like if Batum's making twenty-seven million or however much money he's making, uh, try dealing him for like a dang or something to try to like maybe an extra year yeah. get somebody back yeah. back who's bad. Like, I mean that's, that's possible, but I just don't see Michael Jordan doing that. I don't see him doing that at all. He doesn't care about anything. You're right, but they're wrong. Fair. Yes. Um, okay. So we're going to try and uh, go through some questions. Just uh, short answers, quick as we can. 
Um, okay. Uh, Stackhouse, we covered that. Um, here's, here's a fun one, I believe, uh, from your brother. Um, oh, oh, no. Who's the best? Tom Cruise. No, who's the best funky dunker? Uh, Ian. Funky dunker. Yeah. <laughs> what a tough off-the-cuff question to answer. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, hey, what? well, yo, do, do, don't edit yourself. You don't have to have a perfect answer. Okay, great. Oh, man, a funky dunker. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm really trying to think funky, like like stinky, like nasty or what, weird. Whatever you think funky is. I mean, fun- I'm going to go with Ger- I'm going to go with Gerald Green as a funky dunker because he can okay. dunk like crazy. And it's rare. And it's a big it's a big occurrence. And when he, he has, dunks, it's like, what the hell was yeah. that? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Go with him. Okay. Yeah. Matt, you got a funky dunker? I do not equate funky with cupcakes, so I'm not going to say Gerald ha. Green. Um uh, I would I don't know maybe Larry Nance Jr. He's kind of funky the way he okay get, he gets up for weird alley oops yeah like he always does like a statue um, yeah that's you, true like, like a funk if you're like oh that's stink oh that's stinky you gotta go with like James Johnson like a power dunker who just right. like dunks like on a crowner someone. I mean like Donovan Mitchell's kind of like an obvious choice like he's sure he he he'll throw up some funk. Um, well, you know yeah. who dunks hard is LeBron James. Yeah. yeah, LeBron James is a pretty funky dunker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he dunked on a lot of guys this year. At thirty three, he's like a big man dunker who just like dunks the fuck. You out. know who I? I'm a big fan of his dunks, but he just does so many other things on the court that, mm. and he's such a star player that like, he, no one talks about him as a dunker. I like when Durant dunks. Mm. Durant oh, yeah. does a lot of really. Durant, everything about the way he plays basketball is is just surgical is and special icy and, and yeah, mean and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and he he is a nice mix of demoralizing dunks and like, you know what? That dunk's so impressive. I don't know how many other players could do that. Well, not yeah. many other players are like seven well, feet tall. Well, that's what I mean. Only Giannis really. Giannis yeah, I, I mean, Giannis of... was kind of the other guy I was thinking of. I was like, you're you're or, mm-hmm. or, or Simmons is another guy who's like, whoa, well, your Sim- dunks are like. Simmons is a pretty fun. It's like it's like you're Blake yeah. Griffin, but you're like way, way, way faster. Mm. But I guess less strong, obviously. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, we kind of covered this, but why don't you just give me like a yes or no, no explanation? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian, I'll start with you. Ingram and Dang for Demar. Uh, no, no, no. Okay, I'm no. Matt, are you a yes? Yes. Okay. Um, In a heartbeat. Oh, here, here's here's a fun one. Uh, what interview questions would you ask the head coach candidates? Um, just let's say what's one question. Uh, Matt, we're going to start with you. The coach walks into your room. You sit him down. Right. You got one question. At first, I raise my throne up a few inches to really give myself extra status. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah, and yeah, go, yeah. Uh, like, do your setting. Like DeRozan's playing some pretty unpassable defense. You put him on the bench or do you just let him do his thing? Okay. And but what's the answer you want though? The answer is I do whatever you say. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is obedience. Uh, yeah. Okay, I, just, cool, I wanna, cool. I, um, no, I, I, I'd be like, I want someone who will uh, reward. Uh, I, I don't want someone to coddle uh, those types of defensive uh, mistakes anymore. That would okay. Be, that would be my, uh, all right. My, all right. That's, that's a great, that's a great question. Ian, mm-hmm. I would say, how with the the team that you're going to that you're going to orchestrate? How do you get to the finals? What's your approach? What is your approach to to beating the required teams? So what's your mastermind plan? Yeah, like how give are, it to me. What are you going to do? Your, give me your or, Brad or even more specific. You don't want to rehash old things, but I would if it's a weird question. I would have said, how would you have played the Cavaliers? Okay, what would you have what done? Would you have done what would you have done with this exact roster that you have? How would you have instead of getting swept? How would you have beaten them? How about what this? would you have done? How about this for me? There's, there's a lot of subtext here, too. 
when they when they come in and say, "What's your favorite restaurant, in Toronto?" Because because I want to see if if they like living here. I want to see um, sneaky D's. I want to see if they're vegan. Sure, no <laughs> sneaky D's. Yeah, sneaky you know what I mean. Like sneaky I just D's. love bad service. Yeah, it's sneaky D's. That's amazing. Um, no, but because 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 <laughs> that's then, a good way of like vetting out any perverts that we might have. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, after they answer that, I'm like, okay, what's your master plan? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, but but question, I started because... with what's your favorite? What, what's your favorite restaurant in Toronto? Because if they're like, oh. Um, I uh, barely been to Toronto, so I don't know. I'm like, ooh, I don't like that. But that, you know that's what, what you're gonna base it on. I, I want them to have an answer. What like, you want to hear? I want, them to, I want them to know right away. You'd want to hear something like, "Well, I've, like, I haven't been here too often. I've had some good meals here, but I hear that this is one of the best food cities in North America. I'd be happy to try everything." Sure, that's okay. That all right? Yeah. But I wouldn't mind. Good. I wouldn't mind if it's like Bon Me Boys. Now let's okay. talk about basketball, Freddie. <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, well, well no, but I'm saying whatever it is, or or if they're something like local, uh, something good, yeah. Or if they're like beef pa- uh, beef patty bathroom station, um, that's a dumb question, Freddie. Can you want you want to wow. talk about basketball now or what? Oh, like okay. that's the response I want. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get like, that from Stackhouse. Maybe he knows the city a bit for sure. What if someone's just like, I have no time for this shit, and they like, get up and start walking away? Would you? Would you? Uh, then I'd be like, that? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Freddie, the 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 new coach who comes in, are they going to pound the rock or are they going to smash it with a sledgehammer? Oh, mm-hmm. what do you do with this rock that yeah. Casey brought in? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What's what's your logistical? Does he solve? take the rock with him? Did he take it? Yeah, like Casey <laughs> left the rock here. He probably um, threw it off sucks. a bridge on his drive out of town. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Cool. Um, <laughs> how about this one? Um, if you were a mascot, uh, what would your main thing be in the arena? Uh, and uh, the examples uh, Tristan gives is like you know grizzly bear riding down the stairs, slam dunking off trampolines, etc. Matt, well, what's your main thing as a mascot? Oh, first thing off the top of my head, I'm going to bring back Whoop. There it is. Uh, really try to get the audience going with that. Uh, <laughs> you try and bring like a retro jam? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a retro okay. jam. Um, I would wear no costume. It would just be me. Um, everyone would hate me. I would wear the opposite team's uniform. Uh, I would just be like this like weird Buffon type of uh, anti-mascot that would just get the fans... Blood boiling. <laughs> so you're leaning into the wrestling heel yeah, aspect. Yeah, you're Roman go. Reigns in Yeah, I'm going to okay. Roman Reigns uh, uh, for sure. All right. Uh, I'm going to talk smack about people. I'm going to recite poems that no one enjoys. Ooh, so you're a troll too. Yeah, yeah. I'll be, oh, I'll okay. be, I'll be, I'll be like, fresh. Yeah, every other team, I'd have like a, a, a troll base thing based off of their mascot. So mm, if there's nice. like the Memphis Grizzly, I would be like a tick in its hair. Or something, or I would be uh, if it was like, or I'd be like a guy from Vancouver talking about how we deserve. Apparently, the, team the, more Memf- than them. the Memphis Grizzly does like a story arc, like wrestling. What really? Like they're like the Memphis Grizzly, basically like I don't know if it's every single game, but there's an ongoing story throughout the season. <laughs> oh, that's kind of cool, right? I, I like that. I like um, that. Ian, yeah, what would you do as a mascot? I mean, I would bring out. I would have a lot of. Uh, pie like pieing people in the face so not enough people getting pie no not even close it'd and be banana cream pie whipped cream <laughs> that's really pie. really yeah. wet pies my thing as a mascot would be pie, pie in guy. the face that's the so, move it's a good it's a guaranteed laugh who's getting pied the, the opposing fan or just literally opposing there's fan. too many pies a lot opposing of people fans get can get pied some guy who won't be quiet you can like have a push a button <laughs> some guy who won't be quiet yeah, if, if somebody <laughs> some, say somebody's on their cell phone and they're talking about 
like they're, you should be watching the game, but they're talking about business or they're talking mm. about oh, this. Oh, I like oh, yeah. Then you can you can pu- you can push a button, and that button it comes to my little smart watch, and I can watch a video of the guy. And if I deem him to be an asshole, I'm gonna come over and I'm gonna pie him in the face. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah, so pies. For you, is there like a whole you have to like institute a new cleanup system because people are gonna have to clean up so many pies? No, they're Quickly. gonna. If you get pied in the face, you have to clean up yourself. <laughs> so. <laughs> Do you get them up or it's like, pick this up with your clothes. No, figure this take out. out. Take you, off your shirt you and pie. clean up the, yeah. this pie residue yes. with your shirt. Yes. Yeah, well, You've been banned. Clearly. <laughs> You've been banned. Wait, pie is also a banning? I think so. <laughs> so they got to get up and leave. Yeah. Oh, my God. The pie really means a lot for you. Eh? This is, I'm yeah. a serious mascot. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll, I'll do, do, you, do you even dress up? I mean, I got, I, got, I got some baggy pants on, you know? <laughs> I got some baggy pants on. Wow. Anything that's easy to clean after all that pie. What stuff. a way of life. What a way of life. Um. What's my? You know, I I don't know if I got one yet. Matt, is there one thing you do as a mascot? Um, I'd I'd like to tie in a little more Jurassic Park references. Uh, yeah, I'd probably dress as a different character from uh, the first movie. And what? We could sorry, dress up as cool. Newman and then get yeah. tied in the <laughs> face if we want to tie it all um, together. We want to do that. And what wasn't that just a little extra pain? Um, in the in the Cavs series that they kept advertising for. Oh man. Well, what's the name of that news? Uh, uh, um, it was something bleak. It yeah, was something it's a, it's a very bleak. bleak. It was like, like end of the kingdom or yeah, something some shit like that. Like that. Yeah. Fallen kingdom. That's yeah. what it was. Fallen kingdom. Could you not? Well, that, that, that could go the other way too. I mean, like uh, the king, fallen kingdom. Ouch. We just took. We, we really were shank tested that uh, that advertising campaign. Bad. We fucked up again, didn't we? Do <laughs> oh my we, god. We really screwed up. Remember, who were we playing when we we gave the fans T-shirts, but it was oh, yeah, their was color. The that's that right. The that they, was the Nets. We gave out red T-shirts, and the Nets went with their alternate, uh, which is red. red. Yeah. Ooh. So everyone in the ACC was wearing red. The Raps were wearing white or whatever, yeah. and the Nets, the fucking opposing team, were wearing red. And I'm pretty Ooh. sure we lost that game. Yeah, like we that. did. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Believe, it was a game one. We okay. Lost. Yeah. Here, here's what I do. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Here's what I do. Um, so the, I think the mascot's got to play more basketball. Okay. So I think you get a mascot that's like. Pretty sweet at basketball. Like okay. hot sauce in Atlanta? That'd be sweet. Oh, is that? Oh, is that someone already did this? Yeah, oh, like crap, uh, my the old sucks. and one. Uh, I know, yeah. Uh, hot baller. comes That's out amazing. and he, break, he breaks people's ankles. Yeah, yeah Ray, Ray Frost just beating the shit out of yeah. people. Oh, Skipped yeah, my loo. Like he's like Ray fighting for... people, like, like doing the choke symbol on court. Can um, I also change my answer to being like a, the ghost of Ted Rogers and just demeaning oh, people be for being there and saying, you're so lucky to be in my building. You know what I, I like, like that. And then yeah. I get pied. It's just, Some corporate <laughs> you intimidation. You know what I would like you to do if the ghost of Ted Rogers, you definitely have to have really high like bills written in scroll and hand out people phone bills, egregious phone bills. <laughs> oh, I like you that. You owe me $434. Yeah, yeah. And you, and you got to pay up if you want to, yeah. if, if you want us to take this, this blindfold off you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. No, uh, I want way more shooting competitions. Okay? I want like different types of competitions. Like every, I think every timeout long enough, every, everything reasonable, they should, there should be like, uh, there should be a 50, 50 raffle where, Major cash prizes if you can beat the mascot. That just like. all sorts of different, like, like you know. What about bringing thr- back old players and having them like? Uh, yes, I love that. Like a race, like around the, sure. around the stadium, oh, like man. through the crowd. Yeah. I, well, I think every timeout should be something super competitive, mm-hmm. like, and it should be basketball related. And whether that's like a layup contest uh, with ten year olds or <laughs> wh- wh- whatever you can think of, man, like a hook shot contest, a funky dunk uh, contest, funky dunk contest, sure. 
Um, <laughs> one of the best things I've ever seen is they had four like little kids do a dunk off on like a super miniature net. That's yeah. awesome. And it was the best. It was so freaking rad. Nice. Um, I think that's it for the pod, though. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Uh, I love you all. Thanks for listening Thank to the podcast. You. It was awesome. Um, before we head out, Ian, you, mm-hmm. got, you got any shows coming up? Yeah, anything in the stand up uh, yeah, world? Yeah, I'm doing uh, one of the best weekly shows in town is uh, Alt Dot at Rivoli on Mondays. Yeah. I'm doing mm. that May 28th. So a couple awesome. days, you know, about 10 days from now. Beautiful. Excited to do that. Um, yeah. And I do shows all the time, really. So cool. Yeah. Check that out. Check out the Alt Dot, folks. Yeah. Rivoli. Alt Queen, Dot's a Queen great Spadina. show. It's a legendary yeah. venue. It is. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to maybe the least legendary sure. venue in the social capital. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, up and comer of a venue, huh? Up and comer. You know, it, it, it takes a while to be a legend, but I mean, if you call, call the Black Swans a pretty legendary place. East Enders yeah, need to laugh, too. Honestly, they, they need to laugh really more than anybody. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, that's yeah. why we need to have a show at TKO's again. <laughs> <laughs> TKO's. Woodbine I mean, and Danny. Let's bring the We're city no together. Let's, let's have a show on, on the actual... Don Valley, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, um, ba- uh, right next to the rock that Casey chucked out of his car. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's let's do it. No. Um, yeah. So, uh, fifteen dollar beer, beer comedy show. I do that every uh, Friday night at Social Capital Theater. When's the next one? This this pod's it's coming every, out every Friday. Every, every Friday. Friday. Yep, I'm there. I'm doing a set of Isaac Kessler. If you know, so that Friday guy. the 18th. Um, yeah, Friday the 18th, Friday the 25th. Just keep coming. Beautiful. Uh, what what time does it start at? 9.30. It's 15 bucks, and you get two tall cans. That's oh, a, nice. That's Sweet. an amazing deal. Yeah. That is a good deal. That's an it's amazing deal. It's basically like a, almost a free show, essentially. Almost. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for some bars, it'd be even less yeah, price. Like, yeah, exactly. $8 <laughs> tall boys and stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Matt, do you want to uh, do you want to plug the uh, Leafs offseason? <laughs> the Marley's playoff series? What's going on? What do you want to plug? I, uh, I know they're in the conference finals right now. Woo! Um, I think they played on the weekend. I don't know if they won or not, though. Yeah, because you know everyone's think, talking about Doobie. Right. Yeah, I don't follow the Leafs too hard, but everyone told me this is the year to jump on the bandwagon. How'd they do for the Marlies or the Leafs? The Leafs. Oh, the Leafs did great. They did their best season ever. As well, well. Right. I mean, oh, it, you know, yeah. they yeah. put up a good fight against yeah. against a really veteran team. So yeah. is there? A, did Boston? Oh, Boston beat them, right? So yeah. did they? Yeah. Did they, they win their next round? We went down three one again. Came back in the series, uh, forced game seven, yep. and then and we had a, but Matt, another is there, third period. Is there a special? Is there a special Pike we're looking out for? Um, Pike with perhaps uh, you know some, you know, some well, shades w- watch on. Watch out because you know it's a weird time of year. You're gonna see some like strange carp uh, okay. swimming around, and they don't really go for lures. So you just gotta snag them on the side. If uh, you what about those ones that are around? Those steelheads that are around? Are those invasive? What do they call them? Oh, uh, it's, it's like an Asian carp or something you, like that. What's that? Oh, thing? that's in Lake Ontario. Yeah, those things are devastating. We go, get, uh, get some of them. If you can kill them, they're they're supposed to be good yeah. to kill. Right? Okay, go be fish too. You catch those, and smack you, them on the boat. You still have your air gun. Matt? Yeah, I, I have my air gun. i got to put some new CO2 in it, Beautiful. and uh, we'll, we'll be ready for the uh, summer. Yeah. Okay, folks. <laughs> I'll be uh, hunting <laughs> hunting small animals with no permit myself. Yeah, uh, yeah, beautiful. Um, that's what we're about on Confederacy Dunks yeah, yeah. Basketball Podcast. <laughs> things yeah. get a little weird. Uh, thanks, guys. I love you Thank all. You. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Awesome. Hello. That was great. Can anyone around here speak basketball? Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. We are on iTunes and Stitcher and all your other favorite podcatchers. If you could give us a rating, that would be great. Or you can go to dunkspodcast.com and listen there. Bye.